Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, here we go. Final hour from uh, Las Vegas. We're live in the Rocket Markets by Quicken Loan Studios in New York as well, and we're at the MGM in Vegas. And, you know... They understand it's not just a mortgage. It's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your rocket mortgage on, son. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free hotline is 855-212-4227. Brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. Don't forget the fight tomorrow on pay-per-view, Wilder Ortiz 2. Call your cable operator, order the fight, or get it on the Fox Sports app. Don't forget, PharrellOnTheBench.com. It's more important than oxygen and water. Killer picks for cheap with amazing results like tonight in the NBA. I'm rocking a – I'm looking at uh, – if I hit this game, Mafia, what, 15-5? and five? As it scores right now, yeah. If I get it wrong, because if the Rockets win, I'd be 15-5. and five. That's correct. Right? Isn't that isn't that right? Because I had the That'll Clippers, right. I had the Clippers to win, and the Rockets plus five. So a uh, fifteen and five night in the NBA is incredible, and I do it like all the time, like all week long. I rake college hoops, rake NBA, rake NHL, rake. All I do is make people money. It's that simple. I got the best handicapping site in the country. Everybody knows it. Everybody in Vegas knows it. They can kiss my ass. I kill everyone. Every single one of you phony ass bees in this town. I kick your ass six ways till Sunday. Sign up. Hide the money from your wife. Pharrellonthebench.com. It's F as in Frank, E-R-R-A-L-L. Pharrellonthebench.com. Even the Desert Fox likes my picks, and he doesn't even care about sports. He just saved us, Carver. We dropped off. We were going to lose the show. I know there was uh, some some moments there where didn't think we were getting you back. Very dangerous. We lost the show broadcast there for a minute, and somehow, some way, we got it back. Hopefully, we'll keep it on the air. I'm very concerned at this point. Let's go to John in Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, Pharrell? Hey, dude. Hey, man. Hey, shout out to Maryland basketball, man. They they five and zero, oh, five five wins over ten points. First time since '98 when they had Stevie franchise. So. Man, I think they can make a run. Hey, I really love your interview with Deontay Wilder, man. It was must-listen to radio. And I, I love Wilder, man. I think he's a beast. I think I agree with all y'all. I think he's going to get the W tomorrow. I think he's going to knock Ortiz out. And, uh, yeah, man, I just wanted to mention that on the show. So, appreciate everything. Yeah, I, let me ask you a question before you hang up. I, can you even believe what happened to Stevie Franchise in life? Nah, man, it's crazy, and and that was my guy, man. He he was one. He was like the first great player of Maryland, like at least for me, like of my generation, that really got me into Maryland hoops. And man, it's a shame to see what happened to him. Yeah, he's like he's like destitute. He's like a bum. I mean, it's unbelievable. I yeah, can't even. I, it's like it's crazy. I just can't even fathom what's happened. So, all right, brother, have a good weekend, dude. It's good to hear from you, Johnny. Yeah, Maryland Terps look really good in basketball. I've said many times, it's definitely a basketball school. they got a great basketball program. They've always been tough. They've won national championships the whole deal. So, uh, yeah, it's same old, same old for me with them. They always seem to get it done. 
Dave in Halifax. Scotty Dog, long time no chat. How are you, my friend? I'm good, brother. It's good, Dave. One second, the Clippers just hit a three bomb. Back to back threes to take the lead. To take was that Lou Williams uh, to make it 118, 117. So I may still hit this bet because I had uh, the Clippers to win and I had uh, Rockets plus five. And it's 30 seconds left. It's not even over. I, nothing's safe. The spread's not safe and neither is the money line. So what's up, Dave? Not a lot. Uh, two things before I ask the question. Number one, uh, pass along to uh, Carver, Konnichiwa. And secondly, because I'm a hard-working blue-collar guy, is there any of the top-shelf bourbon left I could get two fingers neat? Yeah, absolutely. The Pharrell above is still flowing as usual based on uh, back in New York. We always keep the suds and shots uh, pouring. A shot of beer, in banana, a shot of beer, puke. There you go. Ah, hits the spot. I believe. Uh, now, I was talking to Mafia a little bit earlier. I don't know uh, if this has been all talked out already, but I was interested in your uh, take on the Babcock firing. Did it well, seem like it, he was estranged from the entire team, or is it more of a case of, I understand he did a couple of um, fly-ins on the offseason to kiss and make up with, uh, is it Matthews? Yeah, I don't. I don't really care what uh, Austin Matthews thinks of him. Uh, I think Austin's a really good hockey player. I think he's amazing, super talented. They got a lot of talent on that team. Marner, Tavares, they have all these guys. And the bottom line is, they weren't winning, and they played like crap, and it got old. And I think you know Carver High really uh, said it best uh, that there was a disconnect between the front office. And uh, Babcock, I mean, the GM uh, and and Babcock did not see eye to eye at all. And I don't think that uh, Shanahan uh, saw eye to eye with him. I think there was a power struggle. And I think that uh, Babcock lost. And and that's the bottom line. Carver High, you saw it uh, in some kind of fashion similar to that, didn't you? That it was all about, uh, you know, egos, power, uh, decision making. And uh, they weren't seeing eye to eye. And, you know, Babcock's uh, like a military He's almost like Patton. He's he's no joke. So you start messing with him, he's going to give you a pushback and blowback. And the bottom line is, is that the GM and Shanahan weren't going to have it. They got rid of him. Yeah, there was definitely a problem between Babcock and Dubas and Shanahan because, uh, like you said, there's two different styles there. And I think that Dubas and and Shanahan feel like they gave him some high quality players. And Babcock plays his style. He wants to play a defensive brand. He wants to roll all of his lines the same amount of time. And I think that people, some people were rumbling that they didn't like that, you know, guys like Matthews and Tavares were playing the same amount of time as third and fourth line guys. And that just didn't make a lot of sense to them. But uh, they got nobody else to blame now because all the blame was on Babcock. And now it's on these guys to go and get it done. They And there and there seemed to be something in the locker room too. So uh, he's gone now. No more excuses. Go win games. Yeah, and the other thing is, is that, like, you know, they won the first game with Keefe. And now I was trying to, like, you know, they got a big game tomorrow in Colorado. Well, and they the go Naz- on the-, the Nazem Kadri Bowl tomorrow. Right. They go on the road, right, to the Pepsi can. And that's a tough place with the way the Avs have, have been playing. And, you know, things have changed in hockey. Uh, like, you know, a month ago, we were making fun of the Dallas Stars. And uh, we were talking about uh, they're in big trouble seasons and, and jeopardy and everything else. And they have literally rattled off and, and turned their season around upside down. And they have almost identical records except one loss to the Avalanche. So the Stars 
What do you think of that story, uh, Carver? That they've turned their season around, and they've become dangerous. Yeah, you kind of saw some of the rumblings like last year. Remember last year? I think it was the owner or somebody completely blitzed the stars like Ben and uh, the star players, I should say, like Ben and and Sagan, and they went on a good run in the second half, won a couple of rounds in the playoffs. And, um, you know, you thought they would maybe do something like that again here in the early going, and they've caught fire now, too. I think that they've got points in, was it, 12 or 13 straight? They're right behind the Islanders in terms of hotness around the league. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of teams uh, playing well. The Flyers haven't been that bad. I think the Bruins have been incredible. No one can mock the Canadians right now the way they've played, which – uh, they've silently crept up on everybody and, and started playing well. The Canes have played as well as uh, anybody, and, and it's kind of been a, a carryover Carver High from last year. They were really good last year and in the playoffs, and now they're 13-8-1. It's, it's pretty impressive. The Jets were in big trouble at the beginning of the season. They've suddenly turned it around like Dallas and have gotten back to uh, respectability 13-9-1. It, it really is incredible. And then even you know the Blackhawks have been terrible. Uh, for two years now, whatever. Now all of a sudden they're 500, and uh, maybe they're starting to play decent hockey in Chicago. They don't have the 14, 15, 16 wins or even 13, but they're you know nine, nine, four. Are, do you sense that there could be some kind of positive turnaround there? Yeah, I, I think that they have a couple of young players that are developing. You know, they had to go through a couple of hard years because they are paying guys that the money. Them. Well, they're paying guys that won them cups now. Kane and Taves can still play, but they're also paying guys like Duncan Keith and Seabrook who maybe can't anymore, but those guys were big parts of what they did to win championships. Now they're starting to finally filter in some guys that they've either drafted or acquired young players who aren't making a lot of money that are better, and now you're starting to see some better results with the Blackhawks. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, So uh, let's – I want to see. Now, there were games, uh, I believe, unless I'm crazy, were there not games – there was a game in – uh, in college football tonight, believe it or not, it was Wyoming. They beat Colorado State 17-7 to in Laramie tonight. Last night, Georgia Tech upset NC State. That was unbelievable. And um, now we get ready for tomorrow. Now, here's the deal, Carver. You won't believe this, but here's the plan. Um, we're going to – oh, so the Clippers hit a three-bomb to take the lead and, and the foul or something? They were down 119-118. They hit a jumper to take the lead, and then Houston – Westbrook tried to uh, hit a three or two, depending on where his foot was. So did it end one twenty two, one eighteen, and did uh, still one twenty two, one nineteen with one point two. And now it's the end. So I, it I covered. You covered. You won it both ways. Sixteen and four in NBA tonight. Sixteen and four in the NBA tonight. I suck for allonabench.com. dot com. Sorry, I sorry I went sixteen out of twenty. Sorry, sorry. On the night I thought all my picks were bad, I still hit sixteen out of twenty bets. In your face. So anyway, Carver, here's the story. I'm trying to elaborate. Um. So tomorrow, just in honor of you, we are going to the Legacy. Uh, what do they call Palazzo. it? The Legacy Stadium at the Palazzo. Uh, Palazzo. We're hitting up the Legacy uh, Palazzo Sportsbook. And, uh, I, you know, rumor has it that it's like, you know, the best sportsbook in Las Vegas, right? I've never been there. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to go there tomorrow morning to watch Ohio State and Penn State kick off at 9 a.m. It's Bloody Mary hour for uh, the Pharrell Avidians. Uh, so if anybody uh, wants to say hi and 
and meet us. Uh, we're going to be there tomorrow morning. We're going to go and watch the game there. I've never been to that place before. And we're going to hit up uh, the Palazzo, maybe grab some breakfast and go watch the uh, Buckeyes and, and uh, Penn State and the Lions. What do you think of them apples? That's good. Get out of there. Go and uh, find somewhere different down the strip. Not, not a bad idea. Yeah, because the uh, book here sucks. You've been in the sports book. It's lame. I like the sports book there uh, at the MGM. I really do, especially if you can get a spot. They got good good chairs there. They do have a they have the TVs. The angles are really nice. It's just not the biggest sports book. Right, that, it's that small. Would be the one thing about it. Uh, that Palazzo joint. It's got uh, it, it's got some size to it. So you go over there. There's a lot of seats. There's a lot of space. Plenty of TVs. You'll be fine. Have you been in there? Yeah. What do you think of it? It's a good book. It's a good book. It's maybe not my favorite. Uh, in Vegas, but it's definitely a really solid book. Mavi, how'd we do in college basketball? Uh, we did okay. All right. So, um, yeah, we're going to hit that up tomorrow. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to that and see if we can uh, get in some trouble. 855-212-4227. Call the show. We're going to start looking at some of these other college football games tomorrow. I actually think that the uh, college football landscape tomorrow is kind of lame. I actually think the games suck, to be perfectly honest with you. We'll get into all those games and start hitting the pro football games for Sunday with you. Call now or forever hold your peace. What are you waiting for? You don't want to talk to me about these college and pro football games this weekend and get some winners right now on a bench? You must be stupid or something. It's Pharrell on a bench. This is CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, let's go to uh, the phones. Frank in Chicago on the score you're on CBS Sports Radio. Top of the morning, boys. Hey, man. I wanted to call in and ask you guys about uh, the highly anticipated uh, primetime game for Sunday against the Green Bay Packers and the San Francisco 49ers. If uh, I can get you guys' picks and uh, score prediction, man. Yeah, you know, uh, I I heard earlier, you know, Jamie Eisenberg was on here talking about how, uh, I mean, you heard him, Carver. I said that Aaron Rodgers isn't the same. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're eight and two. He isn't the same. He's playing great. I don't even know what that means. Uh, the Niners are nine and one. They're eight and two. It's a great game. The Niners are laying three, and um, I, you know, I took San Francisco in this game because I, you know, uh, I love their defense and their running game. I think Garoppolo's been as good as Rodgers. I think they've both been fantastic this year. I think they're, you know, obviously both playoff teams. They could meet again uh, in the playoffs. This is a, uh, you know, playoff showdown, if you ask me. It's a it's a preview of the playoffs because these are two of the best teams in the NFC. So I actually, you know, you know, I, I don't do the whole uh, score thing and totals. That's not my, my bag. But I'll say if I were to guess – um, and I don't even know what you know what the line is or what the what the number is on the game. The total I don't have it in front of me. To be honest with you, Mafia might be able to look it up. But if I were to guess, you know, I actually think uh, because they're both so exciting, and I you know they both score. Uh, I think the the Niners score around thirty a game, and I think the Packers are somewhere just under that, like twenty five, twenty six a game. Forty seven and a half or forty eight, depending on what book you right. get it. At. They're both so you know good defensively. They you know the. Packers are allowing 20 a game and, and the Niners 15. I think that everyone and their brother is going to uh, bet the under in this game. But uh, just because, you know, I'm I, contrarian on that, I think that I think they're going to, you know, actually score. I, I think 
My guess is is Rodgers and Garoppolo both put on a show and they go over that 47. That's my guess. But I, like I said, I don't do totals. That's not my bag. I don't like it. I, I'm not a guy that uh, picks scores of games. That's a dangerous way to make a living. I do care about what teams average. I do care about what they allow, but I can't, uh, you know, I've said this to people before, and, and I think it makes a lot of sense. It, me trying to pick the score of a sporting event is like me trying to pick the mega ball. Like, what am I, going to pick six, seven numbers and, and win the, the lottery? And, 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 you know, the odds are one in 15 billion. I just don't, I don't understand that whole bit. I, now, I know there's a lot of people in Vegas that love to bet totals, and they love to bet over-unders. And I just think it's, uh, you know, just the easiest way in the world to lose your money. I, you, no one ever has a clue when a game's going to be, you know, six to three. No one ever knows when it's going to be 13-10. No one ever knows when it's going to be, you know, 52-49. People just don't know what's going to happen in a football game. They all think they do. They all say they do. They all lie through their teeth. All these handicappers out here in Vegas think they're so hot, and they all just uh, just flow crap out of their mouth with uh, just nonsense. I don't it's – it's just absolutely impossible. So I, I like more or less knowing what they score and what they allow – you know, per game, per week, per average, more than I care about uh, trying to figure out what the score of a football game is going to be. I hope that makes sense to you because I'm not trying to be clever or anything else. I'm not even trying to be smart. I'm not trying to shoo your uh, question. But, you know, you ask me, I give you a guess. And, and usually what I've found over the years is with me, I'm really good at picking money lines and spreads, and I'm not good at uh, doing things I'm not comfortable with. So I've never been comfortable with totals. Some people love it. And, you know, I'm not one of them, so I don't, I just don't get into it. So that's just me, but what do I know? Anyway, Mafia, there's so many uh, games on Sunday. I actually, I actually think the games in the NFL are, are better than the college football games. I think tomorrow's college football games are, are bunk. But I think that, you know, the Penn State-Ohio State game is going to be good. I have a question for all you guys. Like, uh, so Carver High, you, you know, the Penn State-Ohio State game now, a lot of people, everyone I've heard, literally everyone i heard, that number has moved from 18 to 19 and a half. Everyone I know thinks that Penn State at 9-1, and one, because their top receiver's out, that they have no chance against Ohio State and Columbus and that they're going to get blown out. And I just don't see it. I do not understand how a team that's 9-1, and one, <laughs> that's had one blemish, that all of a sudden they suck and they're going to get blown out. So I get it. I think Ohio State, you've heard me on the show a million times tell you I think they're the best team in the country. They can light anyone up. They score 60 points on anybody. But when you play another team that's really good too, like this team, because I don't think Ohio State's played anybody like this. So we'll see how good they are tomorrow. But do you really think they're blowing them out? Like everybody else, like every national television show I've seen, every host, every genius, they all think it's a blow. I heard uh, franchise uh, Mark Sanchez, uh, tonight before I came down to the show, he's on here saying Penn State has no chance, zero, zero chance, not only to win a game, zero chance to cover. I'm like, zero chance to cover. Well, first of all, what do you know to begin with about betting? Second of all, that's just stupid. What do you think, Carver? Yeah, huh? look, uh, I think that Ohio State is going to cover the number tomorrow. I, I think that they will win this game by three-plus touchdowns. I, I just don't think that. Uh, Do you remember the last time they played, bro? It was a one point game. Okay, well, that was that's. I mean, it's last time. It's different teams. This is a di- 
both But they're sides. both good. They're both good football teams. They're both good programs. And I when they play, great State things happen. The, I don't think that Penn State's on the level of Ohio State. This <laughs> so year. they're 9-1 and one and they suck? I say they suck. They're not as good as that team. That team, there's only four or five teams that can actually win a national title. Maybe not even that. Probably only three. So Penn State's not in that three. Ohio State is. That's just another level. Penn State doesn't suck. They're just not on a championship level like Ohio State is. Have you ever seen, I don't remember ever seeing a team that's 10-0 and and a team that's 9-1 and being favored by 20 points. I, I really, I honestly, I can't. Off the top of my head, I've never seen it. Like, so a team's nine and one, and they're getting zero respect at all. Now I get it. Ohio State's better. Fair enough. I get it. Ohio State's playing in the shoe. Fair enough. I got you. But to but to just say they have, and you didn't say it, but everyone else is saying they have no chance, and that they literally, I mean, getting no respect at all. Nineteen and a half is zero respect. That's what that is. I'd love to see Penn State beat them tomorrow. Forget Covern. I'd love to see Penn State beat them because I love chaos. I want you better those, be rooting I for Penn those, State tomorrow, Carver. Ha! I am rooting for Penn State because I want those better. I want those dopey twelve people sitting in that room to have as hard a time as possible filling out the playoff in a couple weeks. And then one of the reason, ways that that happens is if Ohio State loses the game before then. So I would love to see it happen. What would you rather see? You'd rather see Alabama left out of that picture oh, I, that, than that is, else. that is the A number one goal in here is that we do not <laughs> want Alabama anywhere near that final playoff. And they're not going to get there. They will not be there. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right. Uh, before I uh, forget, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention everyone that uh, was involved in these uh, broadcasts. Uh, Carver High and Matt Hatter, thank you. Great job from New York on Thursday and Friday night. Mafia running the show from Vegas. Great job. I want to thank um, Bruce Binkow and Al Heyman of PBC uh, and Fox. I want to thank uh, Tracy Bowden of Tribeca Marketing and her uh, colleague Judy, uh, who handle all the uh, PR and all the madness here at the Media Center every time we're in uh, a boxing scenario like Vegas or L.A. or wherever, Dallas. They do a great job. Uh, my thanks, many thanks to to them for having us here as always. And uh, so I think does that uh, Joe Sands and the Desert Fox. Thank you, great job, Desert Sands Broadcasting uh, here in Las Vegas. They do an incredible job uh, setting up all these hundreds of stations that do these broadcasts, even though we're bigger and better and you know kick all their asses. But Joe and uh, Ray are incredible. I've known them forever. And they've always done us up, and they sit here and wait till the bitter end. We're the last show every night, every time, every fight, and they sit there and wait for us to get our broadcast done. So thank you, Desert Fox. And um, I want to thank uh, CBS Sports Radio and Westwood One uh, for letting me uh, come out and do another uh, fight, uh, heavyweight championship of the world. And uh, so that includes, uh, I think, everyone, doesn't it? I'm not leaving anybody out, am I? No, I think you got it all covered. All right. So there you go. Thanks a lot to everybody that helped us uh, pull this off. Great shows. I also want to thank, uh, seriously, uh, Deontay Wilder, Leo Santa Cruz, Greg Giannotti uh, for doing it, Freddie Roach. Chris Domino. Chris Domino, uh, and obviously Jamie Eisenberg, everyone that was on uh, the broadcast. I'm not forgetting anybody, I don't think, am I? Just Haro, but he's yeah. nothing special. We We don't have to thank him. I'll let Carver High deal with him later. Jason, uh, yeah, Jason Purcell from Tampa. Uh, I know that uh, our buddy uh, Manson heard us last night talking about him. 
legendary Manson from the Bubba the Love Sponge show. So I love that dude. He's the funniest dude I think I've ever listened to on the radio. Love that guy. So uh, great job, everybody. Thanks a lot. It was uh, another fun week in uh, Las Vegas. And I did a lot today. Uh, Mafia, I had a big... Uh, I, I went to DuPars today, Carver High, your favorite pancake place. Did you? Wh- which one did you go to? Uh, well, they moved it out to the Sun Coast in Summerlin. And so it's no longer at the uh, Golden Gate. They went out of business there, and uh, someone thankfully bought them, and they moved them to the Sun Coast, and they, it's gigantic at the Wait, Sun Robert Coast. Robert take you out there? Yes, sir. I had a meeting with uh, Robert and our friend uh, Jeff... Uh, from uh, he used to be with Tanked. You find Gambling Kenny at all out there, or what? Ga- I'm I'm going with Gambling Kenny tomorrow to the Palazzo. Oh, he's making the Palazzo trip. He's making a run. We're gonna hook up in the morning at breakfast. Tell him, and I, wa- tell him I miss him. I will. And so uh, I went to I went to a breakfast uh, meeting. I met with some uh, I met with some uh, let's say accountants and and uh, lawyers uh, for uh, business purposes out here. And I met with uh, them at DuPars. And I did have the Vegas stack, which is the three-stack pancake. And of the uh, five or whatever people that were at this breakfast, uh, I was the only one that made it to uh, the literally uh, the bitter end of the uh, Vegas stack. Everyone ordered the three. I ate more than everyone else. I was able to eat more of the three pancakes. And the pancakes at DuPars, by the way, people, are literally the size of a Ford F-150. Each pancake is that is that size. Eating three of them is like eating uh, enough food. It's like eating turkey dinner. You know how your like family will make turkey dinner for like ten people, and you know mashed potatoes, gravy, turkey, and cranberry sauce, corn rolls. You get a little yams. You get all that stuff. Bottom line is, it's like eating an entire turkey dinner for ten people for one person. That's how big the pancakes are. So I ate uh, I ate at Dupar's today, and it gave me full. Uh, sexual pleasure. No wonder why you didn't eat till halfway through the show again. I mean, you, no lunch or anything, right? It was just Dupars and then dinner. Dupars and dinner, bro. I ate separate s- about a good ten hours. But my pet, I mean, that is the most gigantic stack you've eaten there. I have. It's insane. It's the whole plate. One pancake is the size of the whole plate. I know. And so uh, I used to go with uh, Joey Blunt's to Dupars, but we would do it differently than everyone else. Like Carver High doesn't do it, Mobby doesn't do it, but like we, we'll smoke a gigantic Blunt and then we'll. <laughs> Go to the pancake house, baked out of our face, and uh, eat pancakes. And you're just so stoned, <laughs> you're so stupid, and it's just so delicious. I mean, honestly, the first bite of their pancakes is so erotic. It's like going to a porno convention. It's so good. I love that place. And I'm not even, I, I'm not even promoting them. I'm just telling you the truth. The place rocks. Like I'm going tomorrow night to craft. That place rocks too. Carver High and I eat steaks in there. It's ridiculous. It's the only place Carver High and I eat slow. It's so good, you got to eat slow. Yeah, that place eat... was really good. We went there before the um, Pacquiao-Thurman yeah. fight. Right. I'm going tomorrow. So hopefully uh, I'm just going to relive that, that excellence in my mouth. There's such deliciousness going at every bite. It's just incredible. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, Carver, I, before I get out of here tonight, is how much I hate Miles Garrett. Uh, I think he's a great football player, but uh, besides that, uh, he makes me sick to my stomach with the old race card throw. He he threw the he threw the proverbial race card out. He said that uh, Mason Rudolph dropped the n bomb on him. Now he didn't say that specifically, but he said he was he threw uh, a, a racial ra- slur a racial slur at him, which is you know how many racial slurs are there? I mean when when you got the white 
pretty boy quarterback uh, dropping an, uh, a bomb on you. What do you think he said? I think I know what he said. Bottom line is, if he did it, he dropped an N-bomb, right? So that's all there is to what he say something else about his heritage or something. No, he dropped an N-bomb. So the bottom line is, he threw that a week later in New York with his little pretty blue suit on, trying to get out of trouble, trying to get his appeal uh, won, trying to get back on the field because he just wants his money. He could care less about winning, losing, or anything else. Don't be fooled. This is about money. He's losing a lot of money by not playing. The NFL denied his appeal. There was not one player that stood up for him and said that Rudolph threw an N-bomb. Not one player said that, that, he, that he dropped a racial slur. Not one player stood up for him. Even on his own team, his teammates said they didn't hear it. Baker Mayfield said he didn't hear it. Nobody heard it because it never happened. He threw that card because his lawyers told him to throw it or he decided to throw it because he thought that he'd get that sympathy racial card throw, which uh, it's so pathetic. It really is. You know, what I say is when you do that to someone else, like this pretty boy Rudolph, then you're the racist. How's that sound? You like them apples? You're a racist. You drop that on somebody that didn't say that, you're a racist. I am so glad that that loser lost his appeal and is not going to make a penny the rest of the NFL season and is not going to play again until next year. I can't even begin to tell you. Is there anything more despicable in the world than people dropping that, that somebody called you an N-bomb and then nobody, he never did it? Because there's no one that said he did it. He's the only one. So him and his lawyer thought it'd be a great idea to pull the racial card out. And when people do that, I think it's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. You're the racist. How you like that? I don't care what happens to you now. I, I will never respect that dude again as long as I live. Anyone that does that's a tool. I don't care what you think of me either. Anybody in Cleveland, you know it too. It's not right. You can't do that. If you do that, if somebody drops a bomb, you're busted. You're finished. You're, you're, do you realize what they tried to do to that guy? They tried this lawyer and this guy, and this guy Garrett tried to make that guy in less than what? Four hours? A racist. Did they not try to destroy his life? You said it was slander. Yeah, I mean, to throw it out there like that, now it's national news. I mean, it became national news in five minutes. Right, he didn't say it on, well, actually, no, he, I say he didn't say it to the national media and you know, make it a big thing there. But then again, didn't he go on to do national interviews on ESPN today, standing by his statement? So then, yeah. He's still he standing by it. So, I mean, he still says he said it, but no one else heard it. You're ruining no. the guy's name, you know, saying that kind of thing, unless you got proof. When your own teammates that were on the field, you know, Sheldon Richardson, he was out there doing all that and said he didn't hear it. None of these guys said that they that he said anything to He's them about lying it. through his teeth. Right. I mean, and so he, he, is, he is slandering. Uh, this guy, and trying to make him a racist. In less than four hours, that guy, everyone in the country thought he was a racist. And he didn't even do it. But they made him out to be a racist. In four hours, it was national. No one ever said one thing about him losing the appeal. All day long, all we heard about was Mason Rudolph dropped a, a racial slur. Right, and That then, was a bigger story. And that was a bigger story, and everybody believed it. And it was just absolute BS. So screw you. Have a crappy Thanksgiving. I hope, you, I hope your turkey gets you rea. I mean it. I mean it! So, uh, tomorrow, uh, Carver High, the good Catholic boys are hooking up. There's a lot of love as the Chestnut Hill Warriors, the BC Eagles, are going to see the Fighting Irish in South Bend. you got a bunch of good Irish boys there. Hopefully you're out. 
Uh, also, Minnesota Northwestern, what a thrill. Another route. Uh, Illinois, Iowa, Carver High. Another route. There you go. Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and Morgantown, where they drink booze freely. That could be a decent game. That that, you're right, though. Game. The slate is awful tomorrow. Let's just be fair. And, you know, it's, you got that Saturday where all the SEC teams decide not to play anybody. So Any good a and Georgia? Help. Any good there? I don't know. What, do you think that uh, – you think they can give him uh, give him a game? I think I, I think surprisingly yes. I think that no one in the world thinks that'll be a good game tomorrow. I think that'll be the best game. I think Michigan Indiana will be a good game in Bloomington. The Hoosiers getting nine and a half. Uh, Texas Baylor I think will be a good game. Uh, USC and UCLA I do not believe will be a good game, even though it always is. I think UCLA has played a lot better than anyone thought they would this year in conference play. Uh, at Pitt, I think Pitt Va Tech will be actually a good game. Uh, and then I'm just looking at some of the other ones. Purdue, Wisconsin, I don't think will be a good game. Um, Stanford Cal is usually uh, pretty good. I think that'll be a good game. I'll give you that. I think that'll be a good rivalry game. I think that game will be better than USC UCLA. Maybe the same. And then I think that just about uh, do wraps both it the, up. Do both of the leading Pac-12 teams who are still in the mix here, Oregon at Arizona State, Utah right. at Arizona, both on the road. They both win. Both win. No, no worries for either of them tomorrow night. No, they no, they both win. And I think Boise and Utah State will be a really good game in uh, Logan. And then um, I think San Diego State-Hawaii will be a really good game, and I wish I was in Oahu. Mahalo. Bakalulu. Bakalulu. Uh, all right, Carver High, it's time for your uh, weekly look, and I don't have much time. Very important. It's Carver High and Mafia's weekly locks in the NFL. Here we go. Steelers, Bengals, uh, Carver High, Pittsburgh lands six and a half. Uh, Steelers. Uh, Mafia. Steelers run away with it. Uh, Cowboys, Patriots at Foxborough, Carver High, uh, Pats land six and a half. I am. Uh, I think the Patriots will cover the six and a half. Mafia. I know people are talking about that they're probably playing games with this whole Brady arm thing, but either way, he hasn't looked good. I, I think that the Patriots probably win, but the Cowboys can cover that. All right, Buccaneers, Falcons in Atlanta. Atlanta land three and a half. Carver High. I think that everybody's getting a little too juiced up over the Falcons the last two weeks. I think the Bucks win the game outright. Right now, the Falcons' defense is playing good, and Jameis Winston sucks. Atlanta wins and covers. Broncos, Bills, and uh, Buffalo. Carver High does not like to bet on the Bills, but he likes to root for them. Who wins that one, Carver High? Yeah, I would bet on the Bills this week if you really want to. I think that they'll take care of the uh, the Broncos easily. I agree. Broncos have no offense. All right, Giants, Bears in Chicago. I think the Bears suck. They're laying six to the Giants. You got a game here, maybe? Uh, the Giants suck more. The Bears will cover. All right, uh, Mavia? I think the Giants can cover. Bears' offense is terrible. All right, Dolphins, Browns in Cleveland, Carver High, Cleveland laying 10 and a hook. Uh, is it too much, the double figs? No, Browns big. I'm with you there. Even though Dolphins have played well at times, it looked terrible last week. Panthers, Saints in New Orleans. Uh, the Saints are laying nine and a half. Uh, the Panthers look like they're imploding, Carver High. Lay down to nine and a half. The Saints will get it done. Yeah, McCaffrey can't do it by himself. New Orleans rolls. Uh, Jets and Raiders at MetLife in New York. Oakland laying three, Carver High. A lot of people are running around here thinking that the Jets have a shot against the Raiders. The Raiders are going to slip up with the East Coast trip. I think the Raiders will win. Jets with the upset. Wow. Seahawks, Eagles in Philadelphia. Philly laying one to Seattle, Carver High. Very strange line. I like the Eagles. I like Seattle coming on the East Coast. All right. Lions and Redskins in D.C. at FedEx. What a disaster. Uh, Detroit laying three and a half. Just don't even watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, without Stafford, that game's just worth canceling right now. Jags, Titans in, in Smashville. Tennessee laying three and a half. Carver High, got to hurry. Titans. I'll go Tennessee. All right. Uh, Packers, Niners in uh, Santa Clara. Niners laying three. Green Bay wins. 
49ers. Wow, Ravens, Rams, Monday night, Baltimore laying three. I like the Rams. I think the Ravens are going to kick their ass. All right, listen, uh, here's a shocking bit of news for you. I will not be on the air all next week. I'm on uh, turkey vacation. I think Carver High as well. Mavi is going to hold down the fort. All right, enjoy the fight. Order it. Ortiz, Wilder 2, tomorrow night at the Garden Arena here at the MGM. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the fight. It's Pharrell and Mavi saying so long from Las Vegas. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.